Praises to our Most High God. I'm telling you, wow. <laughs> this 21-day challenge, I just had to go in on it real, real quickly. Um, this 21-day challenge of reading the Proverbs a day for 21 days, it's real, y'all. It is real. Sometimes, you know, we may not be unfamiliar with the passage, but to get more familiar with it by studying, by really reading it in such a way as you read it by meditating on it, just really giving it some thought. Um, it's powerful. <laughs> it's powerful. Now, I am on day number six. And on day six, it, I mean, that was Saturday, July 3rd, was my day number six. And in the New King James Version, the title of this particular Proverbs, chapter six, said, Dangerous Promises. <laughs> Dangerous Promises. And what it was talking about, it was talking about wisdom. Debt and work, sin and seduction. I like that title because um, there's a, a commentary that I, I like to read called Enduring Word. And I'll go out there and just take a look and see how, you know, it's, he's explaining it through this commentary. But my main leading is by the Holy Spirit. I can read commentaries and other literature or books about something, but if it does not connect with my Holy Spirit, then it's just a reading. But so happens that particular title did connect because in the beginning, and it is, this is awesome because my husband and I were out taking care of some business, okay? And uh, we were trying to make a decision on what to do in, in this particular case. And on Saturday, my Proverbs day six was talking about debt, okay, and work. And um, <laughs> it was warning, it was a warning from Solomon to his children not to take on someone else's responsibility not to take on someone else's debt, okay? Um, no, it was a contrast to what we're doing, what we were, were going to do, but it was still in the arena of the responsibility of a debt, okay? So it's some of the notes that I have taken down. It said, do not take on the debt of others. Let that not be your responsibility. Okay, because what happens is if you take on the debt of another person, and this is not necessarily to say be a co-signer, perhaps. And I know that back in the day, that's what we used to do a lot. We would co-sign for others. You know, if they really didn't have the credit and your friend, uh, mom and them, you know, needed somebody to help and you had decent credit. So you would go on and, and, and be a co-signer. That meant if, if that particular person couldn't pay the debt, then that responsibility will fall upon you, you know, to, uh, to pay 
the dead or or at least to find out where they could locate that person so they can get their money or whatever you know the debt entails well this i think runs a little bit deeper it's like you know not just co-signing but just saying okay this person needs something this is a situation so i'm going to take that debt on i'm i'm going to do it it's going to be in my name it'll be my responsibility you know and Solomon was warning his children not to do that because we cannot foretell the future. In other words, he was saying, you don't know what's going to happen down the road. You may not be able to pay that debt. Something could happen and now you have this responsibility, you know, uh, to pay the debt. So it was like he was saying, don't do that. You know, get away from that. Run from that like a gazelle running for his life. Run from that. And that was um, very interesting. But you know how it is. We still will, you know, if, if someone needs help and it's out there, you still would try it. But wisdom is not to get involved. That's true wisdom. Okay. And then in that same uh, chapter, it was talking about uh, hard work, you know, uh, uh, about the ant, you know. And, and, and I like to sum it up this way. And like I mentioned, I was reading a little commentary, but as I was reading it, this came into my spirit, you know, in reference to this chapter, when he talks about the wise, the worthless, and the wicked. When he referred to the wise, he was talking about the ant, how that ant was, didn't need an overseer, how it didn't need a manager, how that ant didn't need, you know, a supervisor, it didn't need a captain, but that ant was so wise that it knew when it was time to work and it knew when it was time to harvest. So that ant, that little ant, you know, um, was wise, had a lot of wisdom. Then the worthless, uh, the worthless was the sluggard, was the lazy person, the person that, that their, their, their sleep their rest, escape, and I like the way this commissary said, it's a, it was called escapism, escaping the world, you know what I'm saying, the pain of living, just sleeping his life away, and I have, I've, I've, I've been acquainted with people who say, oh, I love, girls, sleep is what I love to do, and it's not necessarily from hard work, and you come home after a long day of hard work and you're getting some sweet sleep and get prepared, get energized for the next day. No, this was like lazy sleeping, just it's a, a narcotic sleep, as the commentary said, just getting away, escaping life. And then the, the wicked, the wicked are those who are just evil just have evil intentions toward others. You know what I'm saying? Just just no good to the core. It's wicked. And that's why the the uh it's mentioned also in this chapter about the there are six things and the seventh thing is an abomination unto unto the Lord. He hates it. And one is a proud look, lion tongue Hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises evil plans, feet that are swift in running to evil, a false witness who speaks lies, and one who sows discord among brethren. So you got that person. This is a component of an evil spirited person. 
a person who's not for peace, a person who's not for love, a person who's not for joy, a person who's not for the unity of working together, you know, a person that is just vile and wicked and lays upon his bed and thinks think of evil concoctions because of 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 um, perhaps them not being happy. Well, let's go beyond happy because it's not about happiness. Happiness is fickle. But because they do not have the Spirit of God, they do not have the joy and the peace in their own lives. And I do believe in that, in that phrase when they say hurt people hurt people. Yes, I believe that. Because hurt people... It is almost like saying misery loves company. When they're hurt or when they're not being fulfilled, they want others around them to feel what they feel. You know, so like I mentioned, I just wanted to go on in on that Proverbs, the sixth chapter, my sixth day. Powerful, powerful, and I am feasting off of it. When I tell you, it's, it's like a refresher, a reminder of walking in wisdom, you know, being slow to speak, swift to hear, and slow to get angry, you know, um, looking, not prejudging, hearing the conclusion of the, the conclusion of the matter, you know, uh, just being wise, just wise. And um, it's just powerful. God's word is living. It's, it's a, a healing balm. It's powerful. And I pray that what I've shared with you today has been a blessing. And I hope that you are enjoying your road to wisdom for the next 21 days. Okay? And until next time, stay blessed. <laughs>